Hello. Hello. It's beer o'clock. I'm Irish Gav. He, he's English Gav, and it's time for drunken time travel. Finally. Yeah, but the moment has been prepared for. Has been prepared for. I don't know. Uh, we have yeah. guests, as you may have heard. Hi. Hello. Who are those interlopers in the background? Why? Let's let them introduce themselves. <laughs> Matt, you go first. I'm Matt Robotham from the well-known Star Trek podcast, uh, what is it called? The Post-Atomic Horror. And I am Ron Algarwatt of Same. We're all Probably other stuff as well. Nah, just those things. Just that one thing. Yeah. Do you want more beer? Yes. yes. Why are you... <laughs> the thing is, it is beer o'clock there in the UK, but uh, here uh, in, in the west coast of the US, it is eight hours earlier than beer o'clock. So. Yes. Uh, well, I what beer are you drinking, Matt, then, if you are indeed? I've got drinking. a Blue Moon Belgian White. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice choice. It's a <laughs> personal favorite. And I picked it because there are moons in Doctor Who. <laughs> and sometimes they are blue and sometimes they are Belgian white. Good no, no, save. the TARDIS is blue, Matt. Come on. Oh, fuck. That's good. Good. So much yes, easier. That was, that was my plan. So, sometimes the moons break open and there are dragons inside. Yeah. We have a blue font on our beer. Well, there we are. That's the end of the podcast now. <laughs> All right. Good work, everyone. Tell the, tell, the, tell the ladies and gentlemen what our beer is, Gav. Uh, we are drinking Stone, sublimely self-righteous black IPA. Yep. What could be more self-righteous than Doctor Who? Yes, this Matt was bought many, many months ago. <laughs> yes. We, we, yeah, we, why did we buy it? Just waiting for the right time. <laughs> and then we stopped doing the podcast. Yep. <laughs> It's just the only reason we're doing the podcast is so we can drink beer. <laughs> Wasn't that always the reason you did the podcast? Yeah, that was my assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, to be honest, it was the only way I got Gav to agree to it. That's we'll a drink, pretty good drink. hook. Old. <laughs> we're doing a pot. Uh, we're doing a podcast with beer. Oh, okay. Now you have my interest. It's it's only fair that you, that you two are here at the end, considering you're the reason we're doing this in the first place. Mm. Wait, yes, what? it was all your fault. We yeah. know, if there's one thing we're good at, it's watching podcasts burn down. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was all our plan all along. We, we planted the seeds of your destruction. No, we didn't. No. We don't want yes. you to end. Why are you ending? No, now there's no barrels of uh, rotten vegetables appearing to me. Hooray, cross-podcast cross jokes. <laughs> no, I, I am curious, Gav, and... Uh, be, feel free to edit this out if if this isn't something you want to share with the audience. But uh, why 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 you made it for so long? Like you made it way past the the point where most startup podcasts bail. You made it mm -hmm. a really long time. Why why are you deciding to to hang it up now? Yeah, Gav. Why? <laughs> what did you, I, you do? Know, you know, well, it's, these are the wrong people to speak to and using logistics as an excuse. <laughs> Probably. Um, really, because it was just taking a long time for us to do these things, and we just decided we just preferred watching Doctor Who without the podcast, mm -hmm. didn't we? I mean, that's a that's a it's a valid answer. It got hard to do, and it's not fun. Is a is totally yeah. a good answer. I just was curious if 
if um, there was that or if one of you was pregnant or like i don't know <laughs> and, and not many people noticed yeah oh. <laughs> to, to be honest that's sad i bet they did the thing about like the one thing i can say definitively about podcast uh, audiences is like nine out of ten of them never say anything that they're thinking so mm -hmm. i bet people noticed yeah what was that well the one month well that's not gonna say week it's not really a month one three week period I think we released one that had 20 minutes audio from an hour 15 and nobody noticed. Oh. Including us. <laughs> Including us. Uh, okay. Yeah, might be time to hang it up there. <laughs> we released a podcast that was nothing to do with what we said it was. No. Uh, so, yeah, so we're here to talk about basically just the rest of Doctor Who up to... So Doctors 4, 5, 6, 7, and possibly 8. Yeah, Good. A, a, a subject that both Al and I are incredibly <laughs> Yeah, if you want to get two expert witnesses, you've chosen the right two people. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, tell us about your uh, first uh, exposure to Doctor Who. Who Go ahead, guess. Al. Uh... <laughs> Well, I did, I did a modest amount of research uh, last night, about 12 hours ago, <laughs> um, just to remind myself which doctor was which. And I was reminded that in America, and I imagine this is true of Canada also, Matt, um, mm. where you grew up, uh, yes. the, the, the most well-known doctor by far, when you say Doctor Who, the, the picture people get in their head is of Tom Baker, right? Like, yeah, crazy, wild-eyed, curly-haired guy with the big scarf. Running like, around a cave. Uh... Yeah. But that's when you say Doctor Who, that's usually what we over here think of before anything else. I mean, maybe the new series now, but back in the day, I think he was the first one that we put on our public television over here. And they were, I think, if not the first ones in color, like the early ones in color. So I think we relate to that a little more like people are more likely to watch a color show. And so like mm -hmm. growing up, I didn't watch it, but I was aware of crazy guy with a long scarf. Like yep. that's in my head, like what Doctor Who was. And it was on public television a lot and yeah well he was the one that's most that's probably well maybe it's uh, discounting the new series he's the one that gets like most popular right like when, the, over here when as well. the simpsons made a, a doctor who reference they drew tom baker <laughs> i was going to mention that yes i suppose <laughs> the fact is was probably like one of the longest running if you're going to be exposed to Doctor Who, you've got a high chance of being exposed to him. Yes, true. Rather than everybody 1974 else. 1974 to 1981. And I would imagine exporting it to another country, it makes a lot more sense to us as a foreign market to have the same guy, whereas you guys are kind of indoctrinated to the idea of him changing every now and then. It, that might be a little weird to us. Mm -hmm. So it's good true. if you have a big block of episodes with the same guy, we're going to relate to it a little better, I think. Can't just and you need 100 episodes to get to syndication, don't you? Uh, yeah, but public television is weird. Public television is until cable where we showed all of our foreign shows, mostly British shows. Mm. And yeah, things like Monty Python, that's where I saw that the first time. And like yep. stuff where there weren't 100 episodes. There were 13 episode series or six episode series or whatever. Yeah, so, we just play Faulty Towers over and over and over again for years. Right. And there was only one series of that, right? Like Yeah, 13 episodes. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, like, yes, syndication does work that way. But public television would still show the very short run British mm. shows still. What about you, Matt? What was, I suppose yours is Tom Baker as well, is it? No, you would be surprised. Uh, no, my first exposure was the Fox movie. 
Oh, um, yes, you did say the 90s. Before that, I had literally never heard of Doctor Who, which is weird because my dad is, like, British. But, uh, like, my dad and grandma are both, like, super English. Um, and I never, like, I've seen so much uh, English TV, and I had never heard of that until uh, doc- until the Fox movie came out. And I watched it, I'm like, this is interesting, and apparently part <laughs> of something. So the next day, I went on the internet, like, internet, can you tell me anything about Doctor <laughs> Who? And I learned two things. And you're still downloading it. Yeah. And two, people were very mad about what had just happened. (laughs) (laughs) I I briefly took a look at that last night, and I could totally see why it would bother you in in the UK, but I can also completely understand. Like, it it looked like they were trying, like, we're hip deep in Voyager right now, and we're talking about the same period. And it looked like that same kind of TV, that X-Files, Star Trek Voyager era. Super Fox 90s, yeah. Yeah, but it looked like they were trying to turn it into something palatable to Americans and not in a good way. Mm -hmm. And we've learned in recent years that we will just watch Doctor Who. Like, now they market the real show over here and we love it. So Mm -hmm. they shouldn't have second-guessed it. Well, it was um, the producer in the 80s. He heard, like, people were watching in America were watching Doctor Who, so... He started putting like American companions and Australian companions in Doctor mm-hmm. Who, so it would become more popular. But as 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 you say nowadays, we just have Doctor Who and people like it. So just yeah. people like Doctor Who because they like Doctor Who, not because it needs to be changed to suit a certain market. Mm-hmm. That's always felt like a thing that like people who do this kind of thing never understand is that like people just like it because they like it. You don't have to put like, oh, this is the American guy who's going to show up and be the American uh, representation. Like, we don't need that. Just do the show and, you know, people check it out. Well, the the one quote I had read from Tom Baker, uh, was it Tom Baker? No, it was one of the others. It was uh, one of the, it might have been the sixth or seventh. I don't know. I, I believe I'm sorry. It was I, a, I believe it was a strange looking man of some description. I can't remember. <laughs> Strange looking, very exuberant man. That's all I yes. got. No, it wasn't him. I believe it was uh, it was Peter Davison, actually, had mm. said the difference between our version of the show and the new series is that people who love science fiction are writing it now. And mm. in, in our time, we didn't have a lot of that. And that's why the new show is accepted more, because the people who are writing it really love Doctor Who, and it's not just a job to them. They're really into mm. it. And that's probably why it's more marketable here, because people with a passion for Doctor Who are making the show now. I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, fans of Doctor Who are making Doctor Who now, as yeah, opposed we, to and, we see that in yeah. all nerd stuff now, really. Yeah. What was your first exposure to Doctor Who? Mine. Yes, being British. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's pretty much the movie. The same as uh, Matt. Yeah. Oh, good. I, was, we could, I, yeah. I love the idea of us watching it together, like continents <laughs> away. <laughs> But yeah, I, I knew of Doctor Who. I've probably seen a couple of episodes, sat down watching my dinner. Watching my dinner? Eating what were you dinner. watching your dinner for? Watching me Was, watching it, was it better than the yeah. movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I know I'd seen odd episode here with Peter Davidson in and just while I'm having my dinner, sat down, but <clears> never really watched it. And then they brought the movie out and it's like, oh, uh, what's... I'll get in on this, finally see what this Doctor Who thing's all about. Um, so what were you having for your dinner? Because it seems to be very popular with <laughs> Doctor Who. Uh, spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese, okay. I'm very good. Spaghetti bolognese. 
writing that in your copybook? I, I am literally writing that in my copybook. I've made a note of it, yes. He has as well. <laughs> I need something to write. So what were you eating when you uh, first watched Doctor Who? When I first watched Doctor Who, I was eating uh, uh, salad cream sandwiches. Mm. Salad cream sandwiches? Yes. Do you have a problem with that? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Is actually why the show's ending? Whatever the hell you want. Yep. In the bus. No, now I feel we're back in the groove again. <laughs> yeah, I really missed this. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, right, let's talk about the fourth Doctor then. All right. He's the one that came after the third, right? Yes. Yes. See, now you know it. I'm getting there. Do you remember any favourite parts of the Fourth Doctor? Gav. His name. His name. What was his name? The Fourth Doctor. Corey. <laughs> I really liked it because he was the Fourth Doctor and that was his name as well. <laughs> I can't imagine why this podcast is ending. He was very excited. I remember that. Did you guys? Did you guys cover any Tom Baker episodes? None whatsoever. Ah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, we literally finished with the last of the third. That was yes. that was my last memory was you guys doing that, and I wasn't sure if I'd missed any ensuing mm. episodes or not. We did, yeah. We stopped. We decided to stop in between, and then we we did watch the first Fourth Doctor one. Ah, uh, robot. I thought this is great. We don't need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do need to write things down. <laughs> Just spaghetti uh, bolognese, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I write... Fucking underlined it, too. What the hell? Oh, you're a good point. I shall now underline it. There we go. Just Put underline the bolognese stuff. part. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. Put a star next to it. Yeah. <laughs> and an A. Why did you put a line under it? Well, putting a line under it makes more sense than putting a star next to it. I mean, if I put a star next to it, then I have to put a star at the bottom and have something else. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a gold star. Then it just means the spaghetti bolognese did a really good job. <laughs> right. Well, it did because it introduced him to Doctor Who. Apparently, <laughs> it's now conscious, of course. <laughs> you liked Romana, mm. didn't you, Gav? Yes, that was one of the companions of the Fourth Doctor. Yeah, she was essentially because i was exposed to the audios before the uh, tv series yes as well so um my first impression of the doctors has come from there which transferred onto the tv personalities if you like but yeah romana was always one of my favorite characters from the audios yeah because she was she's a time lord as well she was in i think oh you watch city of death yeah, I did. Douglas Adams wrote that one, so I actually uh, sought that, that out one. some time ago. Yes. And apparently he married her in real life? Uh, Tom Baker? Yes. yes. They were married Tom for a married brief time. Douglas Adams? Yeah. Yes. And then they got divorced. Yeah. No, he married... The doctor married his companion. That's a little weird. Oh, man. Yeah. I yeah. bet the newspapers loved that. Yeah, undoubtedly. <laughs> and and then they didn't speak for the longest time after that. Just made filming really difficult. <laughs> well, he married her whenever they stopped filming. Who did she marry after that? Uh, Dawkins. Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Oh. Which doctor was he? <laughs> the grumpy one. <laughs> that narrows it down. 
does she? St- I think she's divorced him now. Uh, Welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I believe they're still together. Are they? Yeah. I thought someone told me that they got divorced. Unless that's fairly recent, because she, because they both narrate each other's, uh, well, they half and half narrate his audiobooks. How cute. Up until recently. Do you only listen to half his audiobooks then? <laughs> no. Like literally alternating words? <laughs> alternating alternating syllables. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It's more like a chapter each than Norma do, but she's, yeah, I'm sure she's done a lot of... Uh, no, they're so separated this, they're separated this year, in fact. Well, you heard it here last. Eventually. Eventually, yes. Yeah, well, they're separated. So there you are. She probably got fed up with them going on about science. <laughs> Will you stop writing those bastard books? <laughs> you know, God's not real, right? Yes, Richard, thank you. <laughs> you no, know, it's really not real, like, at all. Yeah, Are no, I know. Are you going to or not? <laughs> okay, but it doesn't matter what, like, because he's not real. D- Richard! <sighs> I got enough of this when I dated Ricky Gervais. Just stop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he doesn't exist either. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Ricky Gervais doesn't exist? Oh, if only. <laughs> That's not fair. I liked. Uh, I was going to say uh, I like him. Yeah. I like him occasionally. Yes, he's one of those like people him. where I like the art. I do not like the artist. No. Have you seen the the, the David Brent movie? Uh, no, I have not you seen one? that yet. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a there's another movie that he's done with David Brent in it. I sort of find that unnecessary at this point. Well, I've seen it, and you're right. <laughs> Just very well. The call, people have stopped calling me. It might be time to do that thing people have heard of again. I mean, I recently saw the Alan Partridge movie, which is hardly a fresh character to be making a movie about, and I actually enjoyed it. So, I mean... No, but it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. But I, I feel we're... Uh, we've come Digressing to slightly? Yeah, sorry. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but I feel responsible. When you guys do it, it's okay. When I As well you should. Show, yeah. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Lala Fourth War? Yes. And who he's married to. <laughs> yes, because you like Romana, so so your favorite is uh, Romana, who dressed as a schoolgirl once. So I can't help but feel that there's some kind of correlation there. Okay, that was I... only a fact learnt after I'd cemented my likingness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the two of us are just learning how to speak. <laughs> You will not be narrating each other's audio books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I don't know who Romana is, and I keep picturing Ray Romero. Ray Romano from... Uh, <laughs> or, yeah. From That's Everyone fine. Loves Raymond. Uh, yes, from Ro- Everybody Loves Ro- Raymond. I don't think she's been in anything else, has she? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. No, I just so, I, I did uh, just briefly watch uh, City of Death, and she was she did definitely have kind of a schoolgirl look to her. She and it was in that one actually, yes. Yeah, and Matt, it's the kind of look that we would think of as an old timey like ridiculous child with a giant lollipop and like oh, hair God. and ribbons, that kind of look. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't that over the top, but it was that that general vibe. Yeah, there were there were two Romanas as well because. They introduced one who was played by Mary Tam, right? And then she, she left after one series. So they regenerated her in the most ridiculous fashion in the next series into the new Romana. Basically, she just regenerated because she wanted to change her look 
So ah. he kept coming in looking like different people. Because that's what you do when you're uh, using up all your lives, basically. Yeah, don't you only have like 13 or something? Yep. And yep. she chose to use them all up on an outfit. Well, <laughs> great. So they, they shot the audition process and then just made it part of the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes, that was fun. What do you think of this one, Doctor? Am I attractive yet? Uh, no, go back in and die again, and uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how the next one looks. You're not dying. <laughs> you just put a hat on. Do it properly. <laughs> it was a heavy hat. Do you want me to help you? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and then they, they ended up getting married for some reason. Yes, for some uh, reason. For some reason. No one knows quite why, but uh, <laughs> it's the great mystery of Tom Baker. <laughs> Which is the name of our next podcast. It's not the name of our next podcast. Um, yeah, well, we talked about Sarah Jane Smith in, in uh, previous podcasts. Podcast, her I know a little bit more about, and I actually, I, I like her. Well, she popped up in the later series, and she had her yes, own spinoff. So. I actually yeah. saw that show. Mm -hmm. Did she you had the, the Tin Dog. Yes, she did. And Matt Smith was in one of the episodes of her spinoff as well. She like died while that show was still in production, right? Like they had to, it didn't get canceled. They had to stop making it, right? Yeah, I think she she died in between series or something. Ah, that's too bad. Which was a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? it that one was more geared toward children, right? Like that was a little more yeah. like just the, the whimsical adventure stuff and not so much like the heavy like torchwood sex stuff yeah well, that's nice kids love heavy torchwood sex stuff though right <laughs> no I just I like that they took two different things about Doctor Who and split them off into different shows mm. like that's that's kind of cool uh, and they're, they're making another spinoff called Class oh which oh I yeah I heard about that and that one's supposed to be the darkest and grittiest of them all is it? Uh, that's what I, I heard. For uh, young adult kind of people. Oh, maybe. Well, because I mean, I've seen what making, young adults Everyone's making people. everything for young adult type people these yeah. days. Well, that's where the money is. Well, sure. They want that Hunger Games money, I guess. Or yeah. What's the Hunger Games now? I'm sure there's a new thing that I'm I'm horribly outdated with that reference. Aren't we still on the Hunger Games? I thought we were still on the Hunger Games. I know we got Beyond Thunderdome. There's a maze thing. Whatever. Oh, it's yeah, called. Maze Guy. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Maze Guy. No, it's called Maze Guy from now on. It's called Guy Stands in a Field. Guy Stands... Oh, yes, because no, you sorry, the first that was one the you didn't like it, sorry. did you know? <laughs> did Bron and Braga pitch it? No. Oh. It's, we're going to put a guy in a field. It's going to be great. The Look, kids are going to love it. Gav, I agreed to come on your podcast, but I assume this would be a respite from talking about Bran and Braga for an hour. <laughs> oh, no. This is uh, this is the Brandon Braga podcast no. now. In fact, in fact, bring out our, our real guest, Brandon Braga. I'm working on Doctor Who. Bring on the real guest, Praxen Braga. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another cross podcast joke. All, all this will make sense when you hear uh, Irish Gav's appearance, recent appearance on the Post Atomic Horror. We'll yes, just put listen a to it first. On that episode. Listen to it, Gav? I've listened, yes. <laughs> How? Anyway. I've gone back in time and listened oh, good. to it and come back. In a Doctor Who type of way. Yeah. Cool. I I, I fall down. In it, so I'll have to do it again. Yeah. 
I went to look up a picture of Romana on uh, on Google, and now just fallen into a uh, Doctor Who companion <laughs> hole. <laughs> it's not a bad hole to go down. It's like, is this one attractive? Yes. Is this one? Yes. Is this one? No. Have you seen Leela yet? <laughs> uh huh. I was. I wonder if that where Futurama name got. It, it's got to be right, like. But I, uh, I know. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Tom Baker didn't like her character and was Leela? apparently a bit of a dick to yeah. Louise Jameson, who plays her. And is sort of, I think he's apologized since, but it's because it's, she was more of a violent character. She was more of a uh, primitive. primitive uh, who she's she's a caveman people. lady, yeah, right? Yeah, kind that's, of, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what always you call those. Up knives. That's awesome. She that was, feels yeah. like, I mean, I haven't seen it, and maybe it was good, but that sure feels like they're running out of ideas. Uh, what haven't we done yet? Uh, uh, pirate? No. Caveman. Yeah. <laughs> no, work for Duck Pirates, that would have been good. A pirate caveman. See, From I'm space. See, <laughs> I think it seems like they're running out of ideas. What, what, what should we do this year? How about another human? Brilliant. I love it. Well, I think Why there's a middle ground between doing the same thing and going completely ridiculous. But, mm. You know. Well, she wasn't a she was she wasn't a uh, caveman. She well, that's was, the thing. On paper, it sounds ridiculous. They yeah. they might have done it very well. Like I said, I haven't it, seen it. It was a it was a spaceship that crashed, and then the civilization the people in it sort of uh, civilization ah. went along and regressed. <laughs> it was a probe that crashed into the a spaceship. So it was yeah. a sh it was the B arc that crashed and uh, populated primitive <laughs> Earth. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, it was the. It, she was a hairdresser originally. Right, telephone sanitizer. That's actually my main, and I mentioned this briefly. My main connection to to Tom Baker era Doctor Who is one of my favorite authors growing up was Douglas Adams, and he was actually the showrunner for what, like two series, I think. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm surprised I never saw it, like in all. I've been a Douglas Adams fan for like. 20 years now and I'm surprised I've never gone back and checked those out not even the books like well, there's only there's only two storylines am I am I getting this right there was only two like uh, City of Death and the Pirate Planet is that it Return to the City of Pirate Planet. Planet as well yeah I, yeah didn't he I think he wrote the sh sorry he wrote Shadow the one yeah, that never, was... that's like the infamous lost thing right and there's yeah. a, there's another one but, that's I think coming it, out it, that he's did did sort of finish it Oh, okay. The what? It, it exists in various formats, don't it? Yes. Right, but it, it didn't exists air with your paper. normally yes. as a, like a typical <laughs> episode, right? Mm. It did. It did exist in an animation kind of thing with the Eighth Doctor and Romana again. Ah, very well. But uh, the the like apparently All he only finished two things in classic Douglas Adams fashion, and mm. uh, <laughs> yes, well, he was one in the bath. Yeah, because the rules were a lot stricter back then. Ah. Well done. I didn't say more strict. Um, <laughs> where the script editor couldn't really write their own series ah. or their own stories. They had to, there was like a lot of rules around that, so they had to sort of pretend it was someone else. Hmm. Or edit the entire thing. I made 100% edits. That That is not me writing, I'm just editing. Yes. <laughs> I have changed all the words. I was, But I, I have seen, like I say, City of Death uh, once and a half, and I was reading a bit about it, and apparently at the time people hated it because it was funny. Like Really? He, really? That's, that's what I read. You like don't the, like so. the fandom. The fandom at the time was like, this, this Douglas Adams guy is not taking our show seriously, and there's too many jokes, and the Doctor's just too silly. And then, what a jerk. And then Seriously? in subsequent Doctor years, who? people... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know how fans get. 
Oh, oh yes. That's the one uh, thing that your show and our show approaches the same is like we we try not to be like those people. <laughs> well, I think you asked me to recommend one for you, didn't you? And I said City of Death. It's yeah. it's one I always tell people because it's, well, it's very accessible. It's legitimately funny. Yeah, and it's exce- like you don't need to know much about Doctor Who to get into it. It's pretty straightforward, and yeah, you kind of get everything you need as you go along. And it's got a good villain and a goofy but fun plot and a great cameo. Uh, should I spoil it? Does it matter? Oh, we can spoil it. It's, ah, what, 25 years old? Uh, fair enough. Uh, John, Cle- John Cleese shows up at the end, just in a quick little cameo, and it's like, oh, that guy! It's great. Like, classic, like, Faulty Towers-era, youngish-looking John Cleese. Yeah, there. yeah, it was just... Yeah, it would have been just after the second series of Faulty Towers. Right, so not, like, angry old man John Cleese, but in his prime John Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We could do a whole podcast on how John Cleese is oh, angry yeah. these days. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great because Douglas Adams did know the Pythons and it was a nice, like, you know, connection between something I know and something I wanted to know a little better. And it just it made it even better for me. Yeah. Fun fact, Peter Davison was in the TV series of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, right. I read about that, too. Did he play? <laughs> he played oh, the... Creature, the, the space cow type thing that wanted oh, people to yes. eat it. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, very upsetting. Yeah, and even even now that I know that it's him, I can't picture that it's him. No, and no. I've seen that a, mon- a bunch of times. Like I know the scene you mean, but I can't. Yep. I can't imagine that guy playing that role. It just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. But then his then wife played uh, Trillian. Oh, ah, uh, yes, my that. least favorite Trillian. Sandra Dickinson. Hi, yeah. welcome to 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 husbands and wives of the rich and famous. <laughs> I I do feel like if you're talking about Tom Baker era Doctor Who, though, talking about Hitchhiker, like Hitchhiker is definitely like they feel oh, yeah. not the same, but along like and Douglas Adams is not the only part of that. Like it feels like the Hitchhiker's TV movie or series, whatever you guys call that, we would call it a miniseries. Mm. Um, like use the same I, I imagine they must have used just the same production elements like the same sets and makeup and stuff and props oh yeah I mean you know, well you Hitchhiker's Guide was around the time of the fifth Doctor I think mm. sorry Matt oh no you I mean you go back and watch that show and it's like wow this is incredibly Doctor Who it just feels like an episode of Doctor Who with slightly different characters and even I would say Ford Prefect even feels a bit like the Doctor like he's got that crazy wild eyed Tom Baker thing Manic. going yeah. yeah come on let's, yeah. we're going this way and just dragging so people into yeah. danger and stuff mm. and it's why I quite like that series of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because mm. yeah, it, it feels, feels very Doctor so Who. homely. Yeah, they didn't they didn't bother making them pretty. They just but it works better in Hitchhiker's Guide because it's more of a comedy than Doctor Who was supposed to be yeah. at the time. Mm. I just when I when I finally started watching old Doctor Who, I had seen Hitchhikers many times, and it just it struck me. Oh, okay, yeah, I can I can watch something with lower production values and still enjoying it if the writing's good. Like, mm. I can... This is good. Shall we talk about the fifth Doctor now? Yes, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He's very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> nice hat. He's very smart. He's, he's very Aryan, isn't he? Mm. Uh, yes, I'm gorgeous. Yes. Hello. <laughs> See if you played it like yeah, if you played it like if you played it like Richard E. Grant did in the uh, spoof Doctor Who, uh, Curse of the Fatal Death, that would have been good. Oh, with Rowan Atkinson, I've seen that. 
Yes, Richard, and then he regenerates into Richard E. Grant, who just knows he's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, fifth Doctor, yeah, I think he mm, he's one of my favourite fifth. As well, I know. As well, you know. Yeah, you never shut up about the eight. Um, <laughs> Adric was one of his companions, who was a right annoying twat. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is that a boy? Yes. He, tell you what, I'll explain this to you in your terms. Adric is the Harry Kim of the TARDIS oh, crew. No. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> oh People. yeah. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at pictures of him now. He's terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he died. He's one of the few companions who actually have died um, in Doctor Who. Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Earthshock, yeah. where yeah. the spaceship goes back in time. The spaceship that's crashing uh, crashes into the Earth, but it turns out it's gone back in time to the time of the dinosaurs, and it's the thing that kills all dinosaurs on Earth. Oh, nice job, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> We're using those dinosaurs. But what did we, wa- we watched Kinder yesterday, and yeah. he's just a dick in that. Yeah. With a terrible haircut. Was it, as yes. you said. Haircut. And he had a he had a uh, badge on him for mathematical excellence. Just, is that know, what that is? He's a special boy. Uh, uh-huh. so he is. He really is the oh, hearing so This, this, is, this is, orange yeah. patch with a blue star on it. That's what that is. Yes. Oh, well, I hate him. Some of, that is, some of that is gold, apparently, because they use that. He because the Cybermen don't like gold, so he oh. used that to kill one of them or something. Uh, Oh, I've never met you, and I want to feed you into a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes them. This is the problem. Uh, is that why yeah. they killed him? Uh, I don't know why they killed him. They're just like, oh, fuck this guy. He wasn't a great actor. I know that. I know they shouldn't kill people in Doctor Who for that, but <laughs> well. I mean, I'm glad you said it. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are we, we were watching one, and I just thought, God, no one in this can act. I were them two in control room thing, weren't it? Uh, what was that? On. We watched Kinder. It was Seventh Doctor one. Oh, Silver Nemesis. Yeah. Great title. Which two? I just assumed they killed him to make room for Perry because we were rather fond of Perry in that episode we saw. Yeah, Perry's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perry, there yeah. was other characters in that episode? That was like a couple of years before <laughs> Perry came along. Mm. Sorry to bring facts into it. Yeah, okay. oh, well, I have no room for that. As far as I'm concerned, the only companion was uh, Ian that you guys talked about extensively in the early days, and then Perry. That's it. Yep. <laughs> oh, and Ace. I do. I did like. Yeah. No, Ace. we also liked Ace. Yeah. Ace is yes. Yeah. Ace is good. Yep. Uh, fifth Doctor companions. Yeah, probably Perry is possibly the best. There was Turlo as well, who was a bit of a twat. No, I mean, a bit of a... Uh, he was sort of evil, but twat. he was being used by the black one. Yeah, an evil twat. An evil twat, yep. <laughs> Basically, all the companions are different grades of twats. So now, what what era, like, what, what time period are we talking about production-wise? Like, early 80s, I so would the, guess? Doctor, early 80s, yeah. This was around the same time as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So were, so were twats just, like... Like popular characters, then is what? I, what I'm trying to gauge is like, 
<laughs> was British television all about that kind of character, and these guys were just sort of the zeitgeist of the time? Well, this was the producer who thought bringing in Americans, Perry, and Australians, Tegan, mm -hmm. was the way to get people in different countries to like Doctor Who. Mm. So this was the producer at the time. So I think he was just trying to think of different exciting ways to uh, make different characters mm. exciting. Hey, let's make this guy a bit evil. That'll make and it did he also think... There's not enough twats watch this show. <laughs> he, he, uh, he definitely looks like a twat. we got to go for this twat demographic. <laughs> to be honest, I don't, I don't think there's a problem with the Doctor Who uh, viewership being not, not many twats. I did just tell you that a bunch of people didn't like the funny one because it was funny. So. Mm -hmm. He looks yeah, like... Exactly. like well, you've got science fiction fans. They're all twats. That's mm -hmm. true. Except us. Yes. The four of, of course. us, notwithstanding. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. That's it, yeah. He look he looks like fucking nineteen eighties like red haired Damien. The, yeah. The evil he's one got that mean? sort of yeah, he's got companion? that sort of like And he's also in a, in a schoolboy get up as well. Yeah, yeah, that might be part of it too. Maybe he was a big A C D C fan, were they around by that point? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but they were still in school, so it wasn't interesting. Well, yeah, because he was an alien, but he was put in boarding school because reasons. Oh, God, I, I can't think of anything worse for an alien. So they were always going for the young adult market, is what you're saying. Yes. Well, everyone from boarding school are twice, aren't they? Well, that's, that's true. It's yeah, a good... Now we're, now we're getting to a yeah. class thing, though. I, I thought all your TV was about class things. I thought all your culture was about class things. That, too. Apparently so. Uh, even the Doctor Who spin-off called Class. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fifth Doctor. He was the one with the celery, right? Yes. Okay. For, for, yeah, which they explained in his last story. <laughs> Why is was he it, I like celery? Um, he's, it's because he's allergic to certain gases in the praxis range of the spectrum. And uh, the oh. celery turns a different color whenever they turn up. Ah, that feels. I and, mean, that's clever, but it feels like a retcon. It feels like uh, we don't really to explain the yeah. celery thing uh, because of this. And then so, Perry says, "Well, what happens then?" And he says, uh, "I eat the celery. If nothing else, it's good for my teeth." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. My only real knowledge of him comes from that that little. I think it was the this the charity special they did with him and um, David Tennant. Mm -hmm. Which I yes. quite liked. We had a uh, we had a little bit of him when he uh, uh, when he died and turned into the next guy. Oh um, right, because we did. Yeah, we the one we covered uh, one of our oh, crossovers. Oh yes, you watched the. Well, let's move on to him now. The twin dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> the psychopathic yeah. asshole. Uh huh. <laughs> you guys tried to convince us that his whole character wasn't trying to kill Perry, but we were not convinced. <laughs> That was the first kill, story. Yeah. Trying to kill Perry, and then when she dies, getting really upset about it for no reason. <laughs> I've killed a wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that whole episode was just him going like, "Like you're God, you're stupid," and her going, "I miss the old guy." Mm. Probably because this one keeps calling me stupid. <laughs> it probably wasn't the best way to handle a change of a doctor. <laughs> Let's make him a twat so we can definitely get the twat mark. <laughs> At that point, they'd done it four or five times, so they figured, oh, why not? Let's just throw one of these away. I remember they were talking about... 
<laughs> but no, what? Well, wait, no, nobody button. likes this doctor. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, He's a prick. I guess we got to cancel the show. That I mean, I know that was a bit later, but you know. Yeah. Well, it was. It was during his doctor. They had a hiatus of uh, eighteen months. <laughs> some reason but it did get extraordinarily violent around then good good because the episode we watched today had him yeah. in it and there was a guy fell on acid and then he yeah. made a w then that sixth doctor made a witty quip and as if he was james bond and walked yeah. off yeah. <laughs> that quip was ha you're dead <laughs> <laughs> he said uh you you'll uh You'll not mind if I don't join you or some bollocks like that. Uh, oh, God. Mind if I drop in? Uh. <laughs> Sh shocking. I will say, I I had forgot, like, I had started watching just a brief bit of each of, like, something from each of the doctors just to refamiliarize myself. And Amanda had to remind me, my, my wife Amanda had to remind me that I've seen a Sixth Doctor thing, and she reminded me of the Twin Dilemma, and I went and looked up our notes from that and our summaries of that <laughs> and our long discussion of that. Did not ring a bell at all. Like, I found him completely forgettable, obviously, because did not remember any of that. Oh, you don't yeah, remember the Candyman being stuck to the floor? No, 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 that was the Seventh Doctor. Oh, shit, that that's right. Yeah. You've seen the Fourth Doctor, City of Death. You've seen yeah. the Fifth Doctor, because you watched Caves of Androzani. Uh-huh. But the uh, Sixth, I, like, just found forgettable. Or, or. I don't know why, like, we... The, the, the exercise we did. That suit? <laughs> That's true. Which in our old did notes. Did it blind you? Was that it? Have your dresses it now, aren't you? In, in our old notes, Matt uh, uh, described as a parrot flew into a ceiling fan. <laughs> it's good to know I was as funny back then as I am now. Oh, I love reading our old stuff and laughing at my own jokes. That's, that's the best. I think the. Uh, one of the things with me being introduced to him through the audiobooks, he was actually one of the better doctors on the audio series. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like the people it's like the uh the the, the feast that was all coloured differently with different colours, but then the blind man didn't get ill. <laughs> was it maybe sort yes. of a oh, go ahead. So yeah when when I'm watching the sixth doctor now I can see stuff in him that he plays it as he is as his audio character and I can see how it's good but he so I, I like him, but I, I see more of what I like of the Sixth Doctor than how bad he was, really. Mm. Was it one of those yeah, things with the audios where they, they took the opportunity to go back and fix the character that they thought deserved better? Yes. I mean, he's still irascible, but he's played down slightly, I think. Mm -hmm. Plus, they gave him a... I mean, it's audio, so it doesn't really matter, but they gave him a blue suit. Mm. <laughs> in fact, I have a figure of him in the blue suit, which is a lot better. It is. I, I like the blue suit. Yeah. Apparently, the, the Colin Baker wanted a black suit originally to play him in, but then it's supposed to be the master. Ah, yes. The thing, the thing, and and this sort of draws on us doing a Trek podcast. But the thing that really impresses me with Doctor Who is just how, like, the legacy matters. Like, mm -hmm. the, you talk about these audios where all the old actors, or at least most of them, have come back and reprised their roles, and in some cases made them better and Star Trek doesn't really do that that much like we're having the 50th anniversary of Star Trek right now and it is nowhere near what they did for Doctor Who they made yeah, all kinds no of special films a, shit. A, a special no, episode that brought a couple of major characters together and Star Trek just released the movie they were releasing anyway like uh -huh. we didn't yeah. we didn't get the fanfare that Doctor Who got 
No. Yeah, the 50th anniversary we've had the, the Day of the Doctor special, then there's the 8th Doctor 10-minute thing that they right. did yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the thing it. about the making of Doctor Who docudrama. Right. Or mm-hmm. And then you had the 5 Doctors doctor. with the, the guys, yeah. like the, the comedy thing of them running around trying to be part of the, st- the special. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and st- Star Trek just had the movie that was coming out anyway. Like, it just... Yeah. I wanted them to do the same kind of thing, and they didn't, and it's frustrating. And I just, I love how much of a part of your culture this is, and how people treat it like a big deal. That's that's very mm-hmm. cool to me. And hearing you guys talking about the audios, it's the same kind of thing. Like people now are realizing this character didn't get the the deal he deserved, and we're trying to fix him now. Let's like write that. a kick-ass audio yeah. play about it. Yeah. Yeah, they do really. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame mm-hmm. that for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, Star yeah, Trek. I'm sure a fair few would be up for it if I wanted them. Oh, it's just yeah. the Paramount and CBS. Haven't yeah, they really just don't give a shit. Like, right, and I know. didn't. I I wasn't trying They're to. They're not just... going after the Diggs market. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to switch the conversation to Star Trek. I was just like, that's one of the things I've noticed Although... between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about the people that are in Star Trek and Doctor Who. Uh, we've done that already. Oh, we haven't. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> can, can I get mad about the fucking uh, Star Trek Doctor Who crossover comic again? Because that was a piece of shit. Yeah, oh, God, I remember that now. Why did you make me remember that? <laughs> if I have to think about it, so do you. I didn't like the main story with, I think it was the 11th Doctor and the Next Gen crew, but then they did some yep. flashbacks with Tom Baker in the original series that I actually did like. Yeah, that was the only good thing about that fucking thing. And also the art wasn't garbage. Right. No, they did this great sort of colorful thing that would have totally, like, it, it, it paid tribute to both series of just this mm-hmm. fun 60s, 70s, colorful, ridiculous, stupid adventure thing. That No, and then it's back to fucking photographs of, like... Yeah, Borg and stuff. Yeah. Cybermen. Just, oh, yeah. Shut up and yeah. die. God, that was rubbish. Yeah, oh. Why was it we rubbish, were, though? We were so excited. Oh. Because people. <laughs> they got people that didn't care. Doing they, it. Yeah. yeah that makes what, sense. the CPS people and, and her? <laughs> yes, exactly. Or the producers of Doctor Who in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, well, you say producers as if there's more than one. Okay, that's fair. There, there was one in the entire 80s. Wow. And apparently he didn't want to be there. Sounds familiar? <laughs> that, you know, now that you mention it, you little bit. No, yeah, apparently he didn't want to be there and he kept, uh, and they kept, you know, he kept asking to be moved somewhere else, but they just didn't care about Doctor Who, so they just left him there. Stay there and do Doctor Who. I hate Doctor Who. Well, so do we. <laughs> Good, let's keep making it. <laughs> Oh, show them. And he did. <laughs> yes, the sixth doctor. He was strange. But he really liked, but the thing about the, uh, Colin Baker is he really wanted to do it. He wanted to do it as long, the longest time, but it n- never actually happened. Yeah, wasn't he like, he was like super excited about getting to do it and he had like a whole like, I'm going to be like. It's going to be like a redemption arc with me where I'm going to start off as an asshole and get better and like. And then they're just like, nah, you suck. Let's get a new guy. Yeah. Yeah, after the after the 18, after, after, what's it? The, they did a whole series that was one story, The Trial of a Time Lord. 
They said, good news is Doctor, the uh, producer from the bomb says, good news is Doctor Who's coming back. Uh, the bad news is they want you to, <laughs> to be recast as someone else. Yeah, we but need you for one day to shoot, your, uh, to shoot your regeneration sequence and then you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> not even do one story and then leave, just do regeneration and then fuck off. Uh, was, was he the one where he, it was like he said no so they just put a wig on somebody? Oh, right. Yes. Have you seen oh, that one? <laughs> man, I think I have. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, it's like a wig on uh, Sylvester McCoy, the uh, Candyman one. Yeah. I like him, and I, I, he was fun, but he looks nothing like Colin. Like, they must have shot him from the back of the head. Like, No, they shot him straight. Really? <laughs> they, they like did a video effect on his face. Oh, okay. Um, but it still didn't look, yeah. Anything. Well, we're talking, the BBC had no money, and we're before the morphing effects anyway, so yeah, it probably wouldn't have been very good. I, I love the idea of his regeneration just being him taking the wig off. <laughs> oh, I'm a new doctor now. <laughs> I'm Captain Picard. Definitely not the same doctor I was a minute ago, but with a different haircut. That's oh, no. for damn sure. He's got to put on the question mark tie also. Yes. Oh. <sighs> He just takes yeah, off. So his I have to wear a question mark. See, uh, question Ooh, mark. Uh, there's, none, there's none in the title, so uh, has to be somewhere. Uh, I do like. But what if they miss that question like mark? We'll put some more on. Yes, we'll make a pullover <laughs> slash sweater with question marks all over it, which you can now buy. Of course, you can. Oh yeah. And I would, except it isn't. It's shit. Except it's got question marks on it. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, hang on. To backtrack, can you can you buy the Colin Baker parrot flew into a ceiling fan outfit now? Of course you can. Okay. Can you? You must be able to. You can buy anything. You can yeah. buy t-shirts with the... Uh, what makes it look like you're wearing the, the costumes. Ah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have the Fifth Doctor shirts. one. It seems like whoever owns the, the licensing rights surely would have realized that there's money to be made from selling officially licensed, you know, ugly Colin Baker costumes. <laughs> and wigs. And wigs, yes. <laughs> Do your own no, regeneration right at home with this Colin Baker wig. You too can become Sylvester McCoy in one easy step. <laughs> <laughs> You too can appear in a Hobbit movie. <laughs> oh God, who was he? The guy that got pulled around on the rabbit sled? Yes. yes. Oh my God, I can't believe I figured that out. <laughs> oh God, that movie was such terribleness. He wasn't great in it. No, um, a lot of things weren't great in it. Um, no, <laughs> no. But, uh, no. I, the first one was alright, but then I think they, I just didn't really care by the end. I mean, they made a 300 book, page book into three, four hour movies, like there was no way that was going to work out. <laughs> just, and I like that book. I've read that book a no, bunch of times. The book's good. If they just made it into an hour and a half, two hour movie, it would have been yeah. fine. But stretching it out. We need a trilogy. Oh, we no chance we're going to leave it that short. No. That we're going to be stretched thin. We need to make a, fucking... Thinner than approaching a wormhole. I have a friend at work who really loves those movies. Uh, the Lord of the Rings movies and everything. Mm. 
But then to hear him talk about other movies and complains that they're too long, and I'm like, you're, you're saying that movie's too long, aren't you? Huh? Uh, excuse me, you're talking about three movies that are in total 24 hours long. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, watching them all feels longer than falling into a wormhole as well. <laughs> yes, it does. Did we watch... No, we didn't. I watched. No, yeah, we did, didn't we? We watched the three Lord of the Rings movies in one day, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> Extended version. Yes. Oh, God. No, I've, I've done that. And by the end, you're just like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I alive? <laughs> yeah. No, by the much. end, you're thinking, he, whenever Frodo left the Shire, like, wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I had a job then. Oh, damn. <laughs> I know more about this fake war than I do about actual wars. <laughs> Seventh yes. Doctor? Oh, we're, we're kind of talking about him now. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like... Ace is good. Again, I like that guy a lot. Um, you know. Yeah, I have fond memories of that Candyman before... episode. Yeah. See, his first series wasn't great because they were still sort of figuring out what to do with him. Mm -hmm. how, uh, do, how do we fix the Lost Doctor? <laughs> <laughs> but but his second and third series that he did were really good because then he turned him into more like a darker doctor where he used time travel to plan things and make and put enemies into traps and things. So in in which part of that cycle did we come in for the Candyman episode? Was that when he was, that was just starting, or that was uh, in his second series? Ah, okay. Because I found him like. He had a little bit of an edge to him, but it, mostly I found him kind of fun and, and jovial, and I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. He had that, like, smug, smartest guy in the room thing going on, but, right. like, not in an annoying way. No, kind of like your fun uncle, which yeah. I liked. My fun uncle. I, I don't know about your Yes, fun your fun uncle. uncle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about whom uncle. I know lots. Yes. <laughs> about whom I know more than Doctor Uh... Yes. Yeah, but and then his final series was really good. Because he really well, and to show that he was they changed, that he was a darker doctor, they, they changed his outfit so he had instead of a light brown jacket, he had a dark brown jacket. <laughs> oh sure, like 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 dark people have, yes. Sure. <laughs> but because but he, but but at that, that point their mm. series were only four stories long. Yeah. Which was a shame. The, the 12 to 15 parter is long gone. Yes. Still watching Web Planet. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my status on Facebook. <laughs> I was I met a dude at work a week or two ago who was like a huge Doctor Who fan. And for some reason he kept wanting to talk about Doctor Who with me, even though I know exactly as much about Doctor Who as I have shown since we started recording this episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the only thing I could talk to him about was so fucking Web Planet that went on for like two years, right? And he's like, "Yeah, that thing sucks." Yeah. So oh, good, someone else thought that. Much, much like me, most of your uh, knowledge of early Doctor Who comes from drunken time travel. Uh huh. <laughs> Hooray, we're right. Which is why when you're going into territory you haven't covered yet, we're not as well informed because we don't have drunken time travel to tell us what happened. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, I do find myself. Being nostalgic for black and white Doctor Who. You hated it at the time. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> well, I don't know if you hated it, but you were definitely growing tired of it after a while and, and looking Probably. forward to color. Mm. 
Yeah, and then when mm. we got to colour, it was like, yeah. but it was John Pertwee stories, and oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, yeah. He, but his wasn't a great doctor, was it? I feel like toward the end of the black and white era is also when you stars. have a lot of the reconstructions too, though. So, Yeah. Well, one of those reconstructions, which is the first Patrick Troughton one. Uh, Power, Power of the Daleks. Power of the yeah. Daleks, yep. Is going to be redone with animation. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. Cool. That's cool, So I'm yeah. looking forward to that, because that was the one we really liked. Mm. Yeah. Let's say, if one. only there was something to look at. <laughs> yeah. Which was when, when we really, really liked it, and it was a reconstruction. So that tells you. When you yeah. say we'll probably, we'll probably watch it, and oh my god, this is shit. I have a distinct memory of of you guys just like toward the toward the end of that era when you had all the reconstructions, just like oh, can this be over, please? please. Yeah, I, it's not good to watch crappy reconstructions that were originally done on the VHS in 1986. Oh wow, shocking that. Yeah. Why isn't this good? <laughs> yeah, when, when when it's been reproduced that many times and you can only just about read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is is that the doctor? Does that say the doctor? What does he do? I think it might be the doctor. That might just be a doctor. I can't tell. <laughs> is it Dr. Hayward? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hooper. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a reason when we listened to the event or watched the Avengers thing, that's kind of what well, it was. It kind of reminded me of that as well, mm. of the black and whiteness. Black and whiteness is totally a word. Yeah, no, completely. You just said it. How could it not be? Exactly. Is it just the one word? <laughs> is it just the one? Yes, it's hyphenated. Yeah, black and whiteness. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think cool. that's in the like cinematic, like uh, film school textbooks, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be. Yes. So I was quite, I was quite looking forward to that. Well, there was one of the the John Pertry ones, um, which was for some reason they hadn't got the color one any episode anymore. So we could only watch it in black and white, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and then it went into color, and I didn't like it as much anymore. It probably says a lot about me. <laughs> The There's snob. definitely something yeah, the snob, yeah. there. Like, <laughs> hmm? There's definitely something there that, like, that uh, maybe it just makes it classier or something. It's like, look how black and white this is. I for science fiction, I disagree. Like, I, I that just might be a preference thing. But mm. there's a lot of movies where I find black and white really adds to a certain like if if somebody like Hitchcock who really knew how to light black and white and, and mm. use it for the mood is doing it. Yeah. But like black and white science fiction in my brain is just not as good as color for some reason. No, well, it brings up mm. lost in space, which is atrocious. That's fair. But like also when I was young and I was just getting into Star Trek, they had um, the, the cage was not mm. completely restored. They had this weird mix of we have some color footage that we used in the menagerie but a lot of the other stuff is in black and white because we didn't we couldn't find the film or whatever oh weird so it would switch back and forth and Mm. like it the black and white stuff wasn't as interesting to me i remember that but again that might just be a preference thing yeah but then i suppose it probably what that was filmed in color at the time so oh that's true so it wasn't meant to be black and white it was just Mm. that's all they had yeah that's a good point yeah Do you want to talk about your favorite doctor, Gav? Oh boy. Shivago. <laughs> Dr. Shivago, yes. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. 
I don't know. Well, I, I, I'm quite surprised you even know Doctor Zhivago. I mean, I imagine you think about Doctor Doctor Zhivago quite a bit. I can only assume. Yeah. While you're eating your spaghetti bolognese <laughs> in a black hole. Yeah. Sega. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> and underlined it. Yeah. Well, um, just, to the next <laughs> as, as sort of an outsider, like why was yeah. why why was it canceled? Like before you get to go to the eighth. Oh yes. Like, why was because it, it didn't because viewers were way down. You only had about four million people. Well, there's yeah, a no, lot the of reasons. They put it up. They put it up against the market, the Australian market, oh, yeah. the American market, and it they put it up against one of the <laughs> most popular shows in the UK as ah. well for some reason. Which show is that? The UK uh, market, Coronation Street. <laughs> Oh, of course. Which is still on to this day and hadn't been Which is still on to this day, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Coronation Street is the only thing keeping my grandmother alive. <laughs> <laughs> She's been watching it every day for as long as I've been alive. Wow. Yeah. So did that? Is that one of those like when they put Star Trek in the, the Friday night death slot because they were done with it? Or like it was, was it a self-fulfilling thing? They put it against Coronation Street because they didn't care anymore? Or I think... They they, no. they didn't care anymore. Ratings were going down probably because it was just not being, I don't think, written as well. And they were just fucking about with the doctors and stories and stuff. Weren't, hmm. weren't so it wasn't, it wasn't that know. they were making a great show that nobody cared about anymore. It was also that the show wasn't very good. Well, it didn't help it with the sixth doctor. Let's, uh, let's make this doctor... Because the fifth Doctor was only in for, were around for about a couple of years, and then mm. they regenerated them, and let's make this Doctor a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. So you'd lost people that way. Um, and then it started getting a bit more violent, and then it went off for a year and a half. Then it came back with one 14-part story. Mm. So basically, if you missed a couple of episodes of that, you're not really going to follow what's going on, are you? Mm. Uh, How was then, it running at that point? Was it nightly or like weekly? Weekly. Wow. During the that's, fifth Doctor, it was a couple of episodes a week, but then geez, they got it back to that's one. That's a huge commitment. Yeah, it is. Even even by today's standards, where you can watch it at your own pace, that's a big. Yeah. Commitment. But there was only fourteen episodes, so it won mm-hmm. one a week, but it was still. Were it still forty-five minute episodes? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, by that for the fourteen episodes, it was, they were about to twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because of the first series of the Sixth Doctor, they did forty-five minute episodes. Mm. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I don't know why. I don't think that works. Uh, probably because they were trying to pretend to be American. Of course. I don't think I don't think forty-five minutes works as well. He said, realizing the new series does forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, TV now is very different than TV then. Yes. Yes. Back then, they were just doing two episodes and sticking them together. Mm-hmm. And you guys complained a lot about padding in those early ones. Like, a lot of serials that should have been <laughs> four parts were 12 parts or whatever. Yeah, well, let's run yeah, back it's... to the cave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we've been captured again. Better time to escape. So it's not like making a shorter episode <laughs> or a longer episode would fix the pacing. Like, that was that was an inherent issue all along, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Yes. And, and now the uh, Candyman is stuck again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Enterprise is exploding. Right. <laughs> so, 
So how, yes. long, how long was there between the cancellation and them bringing uh, the Eighth Doctor back? Uh, seven years. That's not even that long, really. Cancelled in 1989, the last series. Well, it wasn't so much cancelled, they just didn't, didn't bring it, it back. Yeah, you guys, your, your TV works different, right? Like, you order a new series or you don't. It's not like mm. you're just assuming you're going to make the show forever. Like, Yeah. It's, it's a little different. And then they eventually made the new one in 96. Weirdly, I think one of the problems with the new the TV movie was they had Sebastian Bacot in it. Really? Because if you're going to make a new show and try to make it accessible to everyone, don't worry so much about the old, you know, blinking it to the old series. Because mm. that's what they did with the with the, whenever they did the new series with the Ninth Doctor. They didn't have Eighth Doctor back again. Oh, yeah, they he just, just no, he was just. In. Yeah. Just, yeah. This is me now. Get used yeah, to it. Forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they forgot about the Doctor. Doctor. I really liked him. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that was sort of like that got me actually interested in Doctor. Forgot about the War Doctor as well. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. the War Doctor who was here all along. <laughs> I am aware of him. Who said that he wasn't? Yes. <laughs> I just I just squinted and pretended he was Eccleston the whole time. <laughs> Well, that was only because he said he wouldn't do it. Right, I know. They, yeah. We'll have to uh, think of something. A war doctor. He's sure. talking. There you there go. Was, <laughs> there was an eighth and a half doctor who says there wasn't. Hey, we screwed you over real bad, Eccleston. You want to come back and do the show again? No. Really? I'm Destro now. That's weird. Uh, that was. Yes, I do good things now. <laughs> I play the invisible man in Heroes, and now I'm Destro. I'm Destro, and I'm the elf in Thor 2. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I will say, he was good. Uh, he played uh, John Lennon in a biopic. and he Oh, was fuck. Quite, he was good that would that. be perfect. Yeah. Also, that's for brilliant. those who are interested, completely naked. Just just throwing that out there. Good. Go on. <laughs> that's it. I had I heard that. But I Can you pick it back up, please? <laughs> it's that that famous that that famous album cover of him and Yoko uh, completely full frontally nude. Uh, they reproduce that and they show everything. Mm. That's all. <laughs> um, you guys no, get I've naked for peace sketching, again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you didn't want to talk about the new series. I'm sorry. I don't mind talking. Well, yeah, well. Where were we? We're on the I mean, Eighth Doctor. Uh, yes, you eight. want to talk about the Eighth Doctor, Kev? Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, brilliant, yeah. thanks. <laughs> I like him. Very handsome. The only note that I wrote down was, what kind of a weirdo would pick this guy as his favorite? Wow. <laughs> Did you underline it? I can now. <laughs> Don't forget the gold star. <laughs> I, yeah, I quite like bits in that. See, there was some of it was good and some of it wasn't, so that's what annoys me. There are some bits in that just annoy me because they weren't good. If that makes sense. Well, it's hard to judge a new character on one story. Oh, the, the Doctor high, was like, fine. It's just a lot of the directorial yeah. choices I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new guy and a pilot. The story and somewhat, as a movie, not all that particularly brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But yeah, I did like him as the Doctor in it. I thought he was quite good. Hmm. And that's another case of, of them going back and giving him another chance, right? Like, he's done audios, and he did that short uh, in the 50th anniversary. Like, yeah. he's had a chance to come back and, and breathe some life into the character, right? Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah, he's quite, he did a ton yeah. of audios, didn't he? Yeah, I was oh, he's reading, done loads of audios. I was yeah. reading that, that fans have said he's, like, the best 
the best one doing the audios right now. Mm. Yeah, I think unlike, unlike the other doctors, they just had single stories. Mm. They just did single standalone stories. Oh, they gave him like arcs. With Eighth Doctor, he had like whole story arcs. They gave him a series. Well, when they got him, he was the new the, the Doctor at the time. Oh, mm -hmm. this is before well, they yeah, relaunched it, so they that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so they just sort of made it as if it was new Doctor Who. Mm. So it had a new series of Doctor Who, so that was quite good. That's cool. Yeah, and some of the writing and writers they, uh, they got on those audios are absolutely awesome. Yeah, some of the people that then went on to do the new series. Mm. Yeah, well, like I say, it's good that he gets a chance to kind of, like... It's not just that movie and you're done, and then yeah. ten years later, here's a new guy. Like, like it's cool to be like to be part of that legacy, and then just be like, yeah, whatever, you're done, goodbye. <laughs> no, yeah. for him to get a chance. Was, to, yeah, he was afraid of being the George Lazenby of uh, right, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're always afraid of that, aren't you? I'm never afraid. Oh. <laughs> wake up screaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Lazenby. <laughs> no, Dr. Lazenby. I don't want to be a terrible. I don't want to be a terrible. I'm writing uh, Dr. Lazenby fun. down. That's a great character name. Yeah. So, okay, is is that movie? I imagine it's canon because he's played the Doctor in other things, and he's now played the Doctor, you know, in something that was oh, connected canon, to the other yeah. thing. But and he and Sylvester McCoy regenerated into him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but also, don't they say he's half human or something? Like, there's a couple of problematic yeah, things of in there. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that because mm -hmm. why not? people? Um, <laughs> but yeah, do they sort of talk about that? They sort of talked about that in the new series, didn't they? I, I can't remember if they did or not. Or they just not mention it. It feels like one the, of those things. No, you they just have mentioned you never said it. it. I don't think <laughs> they've explained it. I think I was it enough on mention or something. Yeah, can't say it bothers me. No, I, I just don't think about it. Star, Star yeah. Trek has certainly done things where it's just like, that's uh, probably better if you just ignore them saying that for it to make sense. And yep. it doesn't, like, it's not like it ruins anything. Mm -hmm. I think people were more, more complaining about the fact that he kisses the uh, the woman in it as if, <laughs> no, doctor shouldn't kiss anyone. Well, we seem to have backtracked a bit on that. After yeah, that, no, the so. doctor loves but, kissing. But killing your companions, fine. Yes, killing your companion is fine. <laughs> killing us, kissing. Kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where I was quite bored of him kissing the companion, to be honest. <laughs> See, that's another reason. Sorry to talk about Donna. That's another reason why I kind of <laughs> like Donna, because she. The two of them just weren't romantically involved in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely think that's good. Like, I th it feels like, and you guys could obviously speak to this better than I can, but it feels like Rose was like, why don't we do this once? We've never done this. Why don't we finally cross this line? But yeah, then that after, that, after that, then they just kept doing it. Mm. Yeah, then they had Martha, who was, who was into him, but right. he wasn't into her, and then just stop it. No, it seems like it was a really good idea one time that they should have then ended. Yeah. Right, I think that's what we've got to about the end, haven't we? The end of all um, Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah. How was your beer? <laughs> oh, yes, beer, good point. 
I really like my beer, yeah? How did you like your beer? I t- it was very, 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 very nice. In fact, I finished it quite quickly. I noticed, yeah. I, <laughs> I savoured mine a bit more. Yes, well, you're one of those people, aren't you? <laughs> you're a saver. Yeah, I really liked it. Listen, his favourite doctor is the eighth. He knows how to take a small <laughs> thing and stretch it out to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, what I get into the privacy of my own room is... Oh, wait. <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that, but uh, go on. <laughs> and, uh, carry on. Uh, and on that note, how, how do we end the show? Do, uh, I can't do remember. See, do you want me to go see you, folks? <laughs> yes, that will work. Uh, I, I would very quickly like to mention that uh, these two gentlemen will still be joining us on an annual basis on the Post-Atomic Horror we mm-hmm. enjoy doing these crossovers so much that even if there's no drunken time travel to cross over with, we still very much want to continue that tradition. Oh yeah, yeah yes. So round round the end of the year, around Christmas time, uh, mm-hmm. the four of us will still be getting together and talking about something that is neither Doctor Who nor Star Trek. Yes. So uh, until maybe then, the new year, the Christmas special, annual extravaganza. Yes. Take it away, Matt. See you, folks. Different folks. <laughs> Probably the same folks. Probably some of the same folks. And you, Adric, have you another helmet?